Imagine a world where individuals reach their fitness goals because they know exactly what to do and how to do it. That's the vision that gets us up every morning here at RxFit. We are on a mission of helping individuals reach their goals through prescribed fitness. The Faces of RxFit podcast is a continuation of that mission. Let's face it, the vast majority of individuals are either unhappy or unhealthy when it comes to their overall health. This podcast is dedicated to both sharing our stories and teaching our community how sleep, nutrition, exercise, mindset, and connection with others are the key variables that will transform us to happier and healthier people. Every Monday, we interview someone in our community that has made that transformation from unhappy and unhealthy to happy and healthy. Then every Friday, an RxFit coach will share their unique insights on one of these five variables. For those not a part of our gym community, receive your free fitness prescription by signing up for our No Sweat intro on our website, rxfit.health. Now, let's get to today's episode. Welcome back, friends and family, to another episode of The Faces of RxFit. I'm titling this uh, thought heading into the weekend, Eating the Elephant. And the reason for that is the best way to eat an elephant, the saying goes, is one bite at a time. And I want you to approach health the same way. So every morning I wake up early to write a love letter to um, probably you. On If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably on our subscribe to our blog emails every day. But I call these a love letter because I want it to be the first email you receive in your inbox every day detailing out one actionable item that you can do today or whichever day you read that in order to become healthier. But after reading my letters to you each morning, you see stuff on Instagram. Then you hear about what professional athletes are doing to stay strong and healthy. Three hours later, you get an ad on YouTube with the supplements Chris Pratt took to transform Andy's body on Parks and Rec to Star-Lord's body on Guardians of the Galaxy. This overload of information leads to an overwhelm of inaction. And as a coach, I don't want that to happen to you. In fact, I want the opposite. I want you to take action. So I put together a simple hierarchy that I'll attach in the show notes to guide you through eating the elephant of health. It will help you sift through the nonsense advertisements and information on social media. So here's a brief preview before I I get into the nitty gritty. Regardless of what you hear, read, or watch, I'm going to show you how to set your priorities um, here in this in this episode. The common misconception about health is that more is better. I've fallen into that trap before as well, but the reality is that most individuals don't need more than 30 minutes in the gym. What you and I need are better habits with sleeping, eating, managing, specifically managing stress, and moving. These are the prerequisites to health. After we establish those healthy habits, then we can really start to to move the needle. But consistent daily habits in these four areas will reach your New Year's resolutions. So if you want a directive, here's your directive for today. Write down one healthy habit that you would like to develop and one bad habit that you would like to break before December 31st of this year. Let me know in an email or Um, a text, what it is. I'd like to be able to hold you accountable to it. Okay, but let's let's get into this hierarchy now. So um, the pyramid is set up with sleep 
nutrition and managing or sleep, eat, manage SEM at the base, right above that foundational level, there's move, which is exercise. And the pyramid is set up this way because greater competency in the lower levels provides for greater stability in the higher ones. You've heard the notion that you can't outrun a bad, bad diet. Well, it's true. But sleep is also important. A good night's sleep will regulate your hormones and help you make better decisions during the day. You will eat and manage your day better. Planning out your day, for example, will help you set aside time for daily exercise. And daily exercise will help you eventually become proficient in body weight, strength, and sports-specific training. So for this reason, you must first establish healthy SEM habits. And I, I call this SEM, S-E-M-M, for sleep, eat, manage, and move. Prioritizing these before workout programming ensures longevity and vitality. So what's the SEM approach? I first learned of this from my mentor, Chris Cooper, who taught me the SEM model, taught me that the SEM model would help you, my athletes, uh, perform better and become healthier. Um, it also will allow me to personalize parts of your fitness prescription, which is the foundation of what we do at RX Fit. So here are the basic goals for SEM, which is sleep, eat, manage, and move. Sleep, fulfill basic sleep quantity. So get seven to eight hours of sleep consistently. Consistent sleep-wake schedule, so you're going to bed and you're waking up at the same time. A third um, basic goal for sleep should be full of energy when you wake up. So you don't want or need another hour of sleep. Specifically, you don't need some caffeine before 11 in the morning. Um, another good habit for sleeping, room temperature less than or equal to 68 degrees Fahrenheit. There's been some good research I can provide for you on that. Uh, you also want to avoid sleep disruption. Um, so we generally say, I know a lot of our listeners don't drink alcohol, but we recommend not drinking it at least within two hours of bedtime and obviously no caffeine within six hours of bedtime. And then another thing that we eventually want to achieve is waking up in the morning pain-free. Some basic principles of nutrition. We want to eat minimally processed, real whole foods. We want to stick to healthy options such as vegetables, fruits, nuts, seeds, whole grains that are unprocessed, beans, legumes, dairy products with few ingredients, emphasis on few ingredients, lean meats, fish, eggs, and nut butters, uh, natural nut butters. We also want to focus on what works for your body to feel its best. Okay, every body's a little bit different. Um, we also want water to be your main fluid, so limit alcohol, juice, and other added sugar beverages like so delicious and swig my friends plan ahead for success so set your set up your environment to make the healthy choice the easy choice don't eat your feelings learn positive coping strategies within without turning to food for comfort obviously easier said than done uh, we want to eat slowly and mindfully um, so what this looks like is sitting down at a table whenever possible specifically a table that is meant to be eaten at not worked at and then listen to your body's natural hunger and satiety satiety cues. So specifically eat until satisfied, not until you're stuffed. All right. I'm giving you some of these principles so you can kind of get some examples of how to be more proficient in these SEMM sleep, eat, manage, move categories. All right. Moving on to manage, which is more of like your mindset and planning. So um, six principles or habits kind of habits and principles here. Have clarity on your values and priorities. 
actively manage your daily schedule. This is in opposition to having a day that is reactive in nature. Practice gratitude through bright spots recognition. Give your time and service to a cause that resonates with you. Daily habit of mindfulness. Um, many of our listeners do this through prayer, but it also can be through meditation. And then join a group that has similar values and goals as you. So we like to say join RxFit if you're not a member of RxFit, but a yoga studio or a gym with a lot of social interaction is, is also a great option. And then finally, move, which is synonymous with exercise. Seven uh, principles here. Fulfill basic movement quantity. So at least, at least 30 minutes of movement every day. Strength training at least twice a week. Aerobic exercise at least once a week. High intensity exercise at least twice a week. Um, we don't want chronic pain in hips, neck, back, knees, ankles, or shoulders. Do not, do not, do not resort for the rest of your life saying, I have a bad back or I have bad knees. There's a way to improve it. I promise you. Come and talk to me. I will show you how. Able to implement good movement practices in everyday life and pro, uh, proactive in your posture and position throughout the day. Okay. Here's your directive if you struggle on the foundation of this hierarchy, hierarchical pyramid. Focus in on and strengthen one of these four areas. It will improve the top three areas. So identify what needs more consistency in your life, whether it's your sleeping, your eating, your managing, or your moving. Then read through or listen on the blog or listen through again on this podcast about some of the ideas that I listed above in order to set a good goal to develop in that area and then strive to perform that habit every day for seven days straight, okay? Don't set yourself up for failure to say, I want to do this for seven days. At the end of the seventh day, if you're like, hey, I really like this, then keep going for it. But if not, don't worry about it. You're, doing, you're moving in the right direction. You're slowly eating the elephant. All right, let's move up to the third part of this hierarchical pyramid, which is body weight, flexibility, and strength. <coughs> Um, your muscle to fat ratio is important, okay? But so is your ability to move your body through space. And we call this gymnastics at ours fit and is where we prioritize flexibility and relative strength in our coaching and workout sessions. So a couple things to unpack. First, body fat percentage. Eat to support exercise, not body fat. If you can do that, you won't need to worry about taking accurate measurements of your body's composition. But in general, if you do receive a measurement or want to take a measurement of your body composition. If you're male, you want to be between 8 and 14%. Most people don't struggle being below 8%, um, but you want to be you want to shoot for that 14% or lower body fat. And if you're a female, um, we say generally between 14 and 20%. I, now, we don't have any athletes at RxFit that are below 16%. Um, I wouldn't go much lower than 16 to be Honest for um, different reasons, but we want to try to shoot for that 20% mark if you're a female. Um, and there's additional resources I'll, I'll put in the show notes on the secret to getting abs. I've written about that before. And um, the difference differences between body fat percentage and body mass index. There is a difference. All right, let's uncover flexibility. Flexibility comes from consistency, and consistency needs to be built on a foundation of small daily tasks. That is why I recommend reaching for your toes once a day. Now that is sounds like such a simple habit, but I promise you the benefit to this habit is that it's easy and it will literally take you three seconds. So in general, your flexibility should allow you to perform three things. 
okay? And these aren't habits, but it's kind of a good benchmark test. You should be able to perform 10 single arm dumbbell or kettlebell overhead squats. Um, not with a heavy weight, but just maybe something like 15, 20 pounds. You should be able to sit crisscross on the floor with your right ankle on top of your left knee. And then also in the opposite direction for one minute. Um, and then you should be able to sit in the bottom of a deep squat for at least two minutes. Now, these three tests are great measurements of your shoulder, hip, knee, and ankle flexibility, the four, which are the four major joints. But they'll also tell me that you have a healthy spine, which is important. And then relative strength. Here are three tests um, I, I believe that every individual should be able to complete. They should be able to complete eight strict pull-ups, should be able to complete eight strict ring dips, and they should be able to hold a handstand against the wall for at least one minute, okay? The balancing component isn't there, but the strength in your shoulders is there. Um, that's why I like that test. And um, relative strength is different, as you can see with these tests, than absolute strength. Relative strength is your ability to move loads relative to your own body weight, while absolute strength is your ability to move maximum loads. I'm sure you can think of people in your life that are strong in one of these domains, but not the other. And at RxFit, we want you to be strong, both relatively and absolutely. And uh, that's a good segue into absolute strength. But as far as a directive for gymnastics, I'm specifically the head over the gymnastics program at RxFit, and I coach athletes um, on how to lose body fat, become more flexible, and gain relative strength. Um, specifically, I help them get more pull-ups, muscle-ups, and be able to do freestanding handstands and handstand walks. Um, if you want a sample of the programming, you can uh, click the sh link in the show notes. But uh, daily programming for gymnastics is only $40 a month. Okay, so consider that for your directive, joining the RxFit gymnastics program. As far as absolute strength, that's where RxFit Forte comes into play. So strength and resistance training have four disciplines, po uh, powerlifting, weightlifting, bodybuilding, and strongman. So let's take a, a deeper look into each. Powerlifting tests three power lifts, which are the deadlift, the back squat, and the bench press. Weightlifting is the Olympic sport that tests the speed lifts, which are snatch and the clean and jerk. So those five lifts. A powerlifter and a weightlifter's training is focused on moving maximum loads. Strength, power, speed, flexibility, and stamina are a few of the essential characteristics to these athletes' training programs. Um, bodybuilding. Bodybuilding is the sport of showing off your muscles, <laughs> which is simply just your aesthetics, your body's aesthetics. A bodybuilder's training is very intense, however, and is generally focused on isolating muscle groups within hypertrophic sets, which are usually between six, maybe eight to 12 reps, okay? Hypertrophy, um, and you can click the one of the links, the Forte link in the show notes to read more about hypertrophy, but hypertrophy training is focused on increasing the size of your muscle cells. You've, um, you must first increase the size of the cells before you increase the contractile potential, so the ability, how much force you can contract. Um, and this is where the value of bodybuilding comes in to your overall fitness. Um, you're starting to even see powerlifters and weightlifters do accessory lifts that are traditionally bodybuilding focused in order to increase the contractile, poten the contractile potential within a joint or muscle group. 
And then the fourth discipline is strongman. And strongman is a sport that seeks to find the strongest on earth. Equipment made specific for gyms like barbells and dumbbells are used in strongman, but not always tested. For example, it's not uncommon to see a strongman in competition have to move trucks, push or pull trucks, uh, pick up and toss stones, and even uh, lift up heavy tree logs. But in simple terms, a strongman seeks to be the strongest individual regardless of technique and regardless of movement efficiency, just absolutely strength strong. So where does RxFit Forte come into play? It blends these four disciplines into a beautiful tapestry of a strength program. Constantly varying powerlifting, weightlifting, bodybuilding, and strongman modalities into workout programming and coaching creates formidable athletes that are, or who are, stronger, faster, and more powerful. It is not uncommon to see some of our athletes running sub-six-minute miles, deadlifting over 500 pounds, and pressing 300 pounds overhead. Um, but these performances result in every bodybuilder's dream, okay, which I'm saying specifically Every bodybuilder's dream is a washboard abs with large pecs, lats, and quads. So not only will you have the statistics that strongmen, powerlifters, and weightlifters want, but you'll also have the aesthetics that bodybuilders want. So your directive in regards to strength, if this is the category you struggle with, is um, to simply send me a message, whether that's text or email, um, and I can have you sit down with Miranda about the Forte program and even test out a couple of days for free. The programming is also only $40 a month. So consider that as an option. And then finally, sport and volume training. Uh, this falls under RxFit Plus, and Fernanda is the head trainer coach over the RxFit Plus program. But specifically, I kind of wanted to um, take a step back briefly. So I I had recently watched The Social Dilemma, Netflix's hit um, documentary on, on social media, and I realized how noisy the fitness landscape is. And um, I've written about this extensively in the past, but this week I wanted to address you on the podcast and teach you through this hierarchical development of, of how to become healthier to help you better sift through fact and fiction um, when supplement and workout advertisements hit you because they will and they do hit you a lot and there's a lot of truth to every lie so to close out this podcast today i want to talk a little bit about the value of sport and volume training because it's often missed and it shouldn't be missed as long as we're hitting everything below it and not everyone needs sport specific or added volume just like not everyone needs body weight uh training or flexibility um but that being said you do need constantly varied programming surrounding three energy systems. And this is what Fernanda focuses on, which are primarily the phosphocreatine or phosphogenic energy system, which is anaerobic, the glycolytic anaerobic system, and the oxidative aerobic system. Now, to be clear, there are more than three energy systems, but these are the three that we focus on. First, the phosphocreatine system. It's used for um, maximum efforts, like... Uh, one rep max lift or a 100 meter sprint or a max height box jump. It's anaerobic by nature and can only be sustained for about 10 seconds before there's a drop off. And the benefit to this type of training is that it produces speed, strength, and power unlike anything else. The glycolytic system is also anaerobic, but it's used more for efforts near maximum. So as a rough estimate, 
if my phosphogenic energy system is able to produce 100% of my um, potential, the glycolytic is somewhere between 80 and 95%. And you generally can keep your heart rate at this level for about two minutes before you need to slow down. The benefit to this type of training is that it produces stamina and surprisingly flexibility. <coughs> and finally, the oxidative system is aerobic and, and it can be sustained for indefinite periods of time. And unbeknownst to many, the oxidative system is valuable because it's primarily responsible for recovery. So in other words, the greater your aerobic system, the better you are at replenishing your body with energy. And the major benefit to that is that your training will be improved with cardiovascular endurance. So RxFit Plus, RxFit Plus focuses on developing capacity of these three energy systems. And Coach Fern accomplishes this by using constantly varied movements and schemes. Training different energy systems provokes your body to react differently to the training. Those workouts when the energy supplied comes from the phosphogenic system and the glycolytic system burn more calories during and after workouts. Even though fat is burned during low-intensity workouts, the total energy expenditure during high-intensity intervals is greater. Thus, the total amount of fat burned is also greater. And we have some studies that I'd like to share with you that have shown that resting metabolic rate stays elevated by 15% after workout is done, which is pretty cool. So your directive here, if this is where you find your weakness, is to consider dropping in for free to one of Coach Fernandez's RxFit Plus classes. They happen every Monday and Wednesday evening at our Springville location. If you can't make it to that, um, again, contact me either through text or email, and I would be happy to put you in contact with her. But I would seriously consider doing her $40 a month programming and coaching option. I do it, and I love it. <coughs> anyway, enjoy your weekend, friends and family. I hope this episode was helpful. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you have questions you would like asked on this podcast, send them to me through the gym's Instagram account at rxfit.gym. Also, as a final reminder, if you don't currently work out with us at rxfit, I invite you to email me at tyler at rxfit.health where we can discuss your 2020 health goals. Let's do this together.